Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Oh no, I hit the button. Max, I hit the button. We got to keep going. Okay, come on. Boom. Uh, 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 so, uh, uh, welcome everybody uh, to uh, Impromptu uh, Tapes and Scouts. Uh, welcome everybody to Impromptu Tapes and Scouts. Here we go, we're going, yeah, baby. So, behind the curtain, Tim double tapped the button. Double tap, baby. He wasn't sure what to do, so he just made the judgment call you heard at the very beginning that we needed to hurry Let's up just and just keep going. roll right into this one. Normally, take a breather, we chat, we go over maybe some more, we talk about how great we are, we tussle our own hair. We tussle our hair. We don't do that now, so no. it's really weird. No tussling. To not tussle before we get into another one, but here we go. It's like a marathon now. It's a marathon. I can do it. I, I'm a winner. All right, I'm going to go first this time. Oh, shit. weirder. Whoa. Do it. Yes. 2019's 1917. Whoa. How many years is that? Two years. <sighs> I watched this in 220. <laughs> <laughs> Math, the podcast. IMDb minutes. One hour, 59 minutes. Genre, war. <laughs> Directed by Sam Mendes. Starring George McKay, Richard Madden, and Benedict Cumberbatch. He's pretty good. Movie summary. April 6, 1917. As a regiment assembles to wage war deep in enemy territory, two soldiers are assigned to race against time and deliver a message that will stop 1,600 men from walking straight into a deadly trap. This movie looked pretty good. You nailed it. This movie looked amazing. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it's so visually fucking stunning. Roger Deakins, who did the DP, does all the Coen Brothers movies. He did Blade Runner 2049. Sure. He won the Academy Award for Best DP for this film. This movie looks fucking insane. They only filmed on mo- on days that were overcast. If there was a day that wasn't overcast and they couldn't film, they would have all the actors do rehearsals to make sure they understood the timing of what they needed to do. Jeez. Because it's all done like in one take. Wow. Yeah. It is wild to watch. The story's really gripping. You just want to see constantly what's happening next. Like, you just don't want it to stop. The negative, I'd say, is Mendez is a little too focused on making a filmed war and less of a war film. Mm. He wants to just kind of like, wouldn't it be cool if this was like, you know, the cool visual way to do a war movie? Not so much make a good war movie, but make a good-looking or a very cinematic war film. Mm. And that's not a big problem if you're really into into cinema. You Like, I loved every second. I was just like, this is so crazy. But it hits on theme. It, get, it gets there. Your characters arc. They all do what they need to do. It's a well-told film. It just doesn't quite have doesn't stick with you as much as some of the other more gripping war movies and war movies tend to be some of our more celebrated like if you're full metal jackets you're yeah. saving private ryan's all that kind of stuff stripes you're, stripes platoon. absolutely yeah platoon yes for sure navy seals go back and check out tim's review of navy seals it happened like i don't know 10 episodes ago <laughs> but it's really good and a really solid entry i'm not a big war movie guy and i really did enjoy it okay IMDb gave this an 8.3 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 430 of them, 89%. Mm. Audience, 30,468 people, 88%. Wow. So 8.3, 88, 89. And I fall dead in the center with an 8.5 nice. out of 10. It's a purdy movie. It is real purdy. Oh, it's a purdy movie from 1917. And 2019. That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do what Max usually does. I'm going to do a horror movie. Whoa. 
Yep, this movie's from 2017. It's a little low-budget movie. It's called Pie Whack It. Is that really what it's called? It's called Pie Whack It. I've never heard of this. All right. Okay. <laughs> I watched this in May. It, it IMDb minutes, hour 30 minutes. Perfect. Yes. That's where you want to be. Genre drama horror mystery. Okay. Directed by Adam McDonald. Okay. Starring Lori Holden. Okay, I like Lori Holden. She's the only name. Nicole Munoz. Okay. And Chloe Rose. Fair enough. Your IMDb movie summary. A frustrated, angst-ridden teen girl awakens something in the woods when she naively performs an occult ritual to evoke a witch to kill her mother. Huh. That's a lot of words. It's a bunch. It's pretty accurate, though. Mm-hmm. Um, bullet points, lower budget movie, properly using, uh, properly using, I talk all the time. Yeah. Properly using, now I lost my spot, suspense to hide a lack of dollars. Hmm. Uh, the Pie Whacket, creepy. Pie Whacket is a specific type of witch, I guess. Okay. Creepy. Really creepy. I love witch movies. Yeah, and the way the witch, the witch, you it's one of those movies where you don't see the witch too much. Cool, perfect. And you usually see the witch from a distance, and like it, she moves all creepy. It's terrifying. Nice. So I like that. Cool. Uh, the teen isn't as angsty as I feel the description makes her, uh, but she does the ritual more like in a fit of rage. She's angry at her mother. Okay. Her mother did do something that was a little questionable. Should have been a dialogue there. But I like the, the teen freak out. That's very Yeah, the teen was point. like, I'll, and, and she's like, I'll try this thing because she's into the occult. And sure. She just thinks it's cool. And she's like, I'll try this. And sure. And it works. I like that. It could be better, but it's not awful. And okay. Lori Holden does well enough playing the mother. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good low-budget horror movie. I, nice. I've been trying to find more of those ever since um, I Trapped the Devil. Yes. Because I thought that was great. Yeah. Did you watch that yet? I haven't watched it you yet. You should watch it. I think you'll like it. I'm excited to check um, it out. I just like atmospheric or just like something odd about it. And it typically can be found in a lower-budget horror movie just because they're not going to have the flash and the sizzle. They're just, they're going to do what needs to be done. Yes, you got you to gotta have the parts that you can handle well written well staged everything can be well thought out all that can be done for free right i like it imdb gave this a 5.8 rotten tomato critics gave it 82 percent mm-hmm. that was 33 critics though okay the audience gave it 55 percent mm-hmm. that was 423 people i gave it a 6.5 i really enjoyed the movie nice that's awesome i thought it was pretty good uh, my wife gave it a 3.5 whoa she said not memorable it was dumb okay <laughs> I like how to the point your wife is. Yeah. No, she's just like, uh, wait, what? that one? That was dumb. That was dumb, and I hated it. The title is wretched. Pie Whack It. Yeah. You, you have to know what a Pie Whack It is, and I didn't. I Googled it. Yeah. Actually, no. So I was flipping. This was on Hulu or Amazon, one of those, and I saw it. I go, what the hell is a Pie Whack It? And it was yeah. in the horror category, and I click on it, and I watch the trailer, and I'm like, oh, this actually looks awesome. Wouldn't have known if yeah. I wasn't like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, if it was just a list of names without the ability to look at it. Like Correct. Pie Whack It. No. Pie yes. Whack It. So yeah, Google Pie Whack It, people. Please. All right. So how about 2019? Hey, how about it? I watched a movie. Did you? From that year. Okay. In 2020, I watched Terminator. Whoa. Dark Fate. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It is two hours and eight minutes. It is a sci-fi action movie. It was directed by Tim Miller, who directed The Deadpools. Ah, yes. And it stars Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Mackenzie Davis. Okay. The summary is an augmented human and Sarah Connor, who's not augmented, just human, must stop an advanced liquid Terminator from hunting down a young girl whose fate is critical to the human race. I like that Linda Hamilton's not augmented. Yes, not augmented. 
She's pure Hamilton. Pure Hamilton. She was in Hamilton, right? <laughs> she was not. She's not Thomas Hamilton? No, she's also not going to get shot by uh, Burr or anything. <laughs> There's no duels or anything in here. Uh, a lot of guns, though. There's you got so that many guns. This does feel authentically like a third entry into the actual Terminator series. Oh, good. That unfortunately works for and against it. Okay. So let me follow my sure. progression. You know, Terminator One. Yep. Kyle Reese comes back from the past to save Sarah Connor and conceive the child that would lead the humans to defeat the machines. Correct. All right, perfection. Yep. Number two, a machine that's slightly better than the machine from the first one comes back to get this little boy who's going to save humanity. Correct. Therefore, in order to help the help the team along, instead of sending back a man, they send back a Terminator because the stakes are raised. Sure. A nearly perfect sequel. We're going to ignore a lot of other Terminators now and go right to Dark Fate. <laughs> okay. We have a sort of not quite a Terminator woman. But she has some augmentations in her to help her fight the machines. Oh, those. And we have a live Sarah Connor. Okay. And we have retired out in Mexico, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is a Terminator also. Huh. All of them are involved in saving a girl who's not John Connor, but also might do some human savey bits. Mm. Yeah, like It just feels like we're recycling the same plot points over and over again. Is that forgivable in a time-skippy travel movie? I just think the concept of all we have to do with Terminator is the machines figure out the only way that they can defeat the humans is to go backwards in time. That's right. kind of your only... We can't come up with something better than the same effing thing over and over again. Again... I mean, whatever they got fancy, I didn't enjoy those movies either, No, though. but like I said, the first Terminator... I'm a first Terminator is better person. I am too. And... Although I love T2. I do as well. It's a nearly perfect sequel, and... These other ones just feel so bad. I mean, Terminator 3, just Terminator 3, woof is that poop sandwich. Poop sandwich. So you have to squeeze the nipple with your teeth oh, and, then, and, yes. and then suck the liquid in. It's a little weird. I gave Tim a water bottle. I figured it out. I'm glad you described everybody, yeah, though. You looked, you looked confounded at me, like, just like, what the fuck did you give me this apparatus for? <laughs> That's kind of like an adult baby bottle. Or an artificial nipple, whatever you I'm like not, more. I didn't, I wasn't prepared to be this comfortable around you, but uh, there you go. go. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that. You're getting the liquid mm -hmm. out. Good job, mm -hmm. Tim. <laughs> ah, delicious. That's, that's the good stuff. So, so Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's very cookie cutter. I don't care enough about the female lead to really, it's not as compelling as John Connor is like the kid, like um, Edward Furlong is only so compelling, but you had the whole first movie to build up John Connor. Right. So you already know how important. Yeah. You get a whole is. movie to set him up. Like Kyle Reese does all this as a human because he knows that how important this is. And that's all the setup you need. Like Edward Furlong is kind of a douchebag in the beginning of Terminator 2. Well, yeah, he's rebelling against, cause that's to give, put you the audience on edge. It's like, yeah. he's not taking this seriously this is super serious yes Here and he comes robert patrick yeah he's hanging out with budnick from salute your shorts he doesn't care and yeah robert patrick's coming along he's gonna knife got the theme song for salute your shorts in my head there you go and and hey dude <laughs> hey dude <laughs> so good and i just like this one's just i like it all just kind of feels like it's a rehash and it's not quite enough but miller's direction's solid the set pieces are fun it is a i think the best entry we've had since terminator 2 into the franchise nice but it doesn't it's not quite enough to save it I don't think. It's still fine, and I'd watch it, and I had fun watching it, but I don't think anybody's going to convince me to go back and rewatch Dark Fate. Did you hate the third Terminator? Uh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it very much. 
I love the ending of it. Yeah. Because I thought the ending was so smart, and it was just a bad adventure to get there. Yep. I remember seeing that one in the theater. It, the whole movie is basically like an uninteresting chase. Yes. And then there was like the T1, which I thought was cool. I was like, oh, cool, it's a T1, and I know Stan Winston Studio built basically a fully functioning robot. That nice. T1 is just a robot. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, oh, that's neat. So it was, it was fine. I didn't hate it. I definitely mm. like some of the later entries less. Sure. Like um, Salvation, I didn't care for. Right. Um, that other one. Genesis. Yeah, that one. Mm, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> There's some questionable ones in there. Fuck that one. For sure. Fuck. So <laughs> this one, IMDb gave a 6.3 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 328 of them gave it 70%, which surprised me. Sure. Audience, 13,004. Ooh. Gave it 82%. Okay. I gave it a 6 out of 10. What was IMDb? IMDb was 6.3. IMDb has been on point. I think it's because we taunted them last year. We, I think we finally put our... We put up the movies that we put on. Like, we got to get our game together. Tapes and Scouts is on here now. They have a list. Yeah, that's so, true. I got, got their shit together. I that list. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. You didn't come in and immediately smack me for breaking the list with my uh, Unmaking Spookies watch. So I just need to add it myself. Yes. That's too much work for me. That's a lot. Somebody out there, just add it and let me know you've done it. Just send me an email at capesandscowlspodcast at gmail.com. Subject line, I did it. Mike Ingold, come on. You directed it. Put it on, put it on IMDb. I know Do you're listening. Favorite. Yeah, come Do on. Do it. It'll take you like an hour. Yeah. It's going to take me like 12, and it's going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. You should do it. That's right. I'm not going to do it. Well, I guess it's my turn to take us home. Mm -hmm. You ready, buddy? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it with a weird movie that I hope you've seen, but if not, it's going to be fun to describe to you. <laughs> the Lobster. I've not seen this film. Okay. But I am familiar with the idea of this film. All right. So this is an A24 movie. Yes. And it is from 2015. I watched it in May. Mm -hmm. The IMDb minutes are one hour, 59 minutes, keeping it lean and clean there, right, right under. Genre, comedy, drama, romance, directed by Yorgos Lanthem? Lanthem? Sure. Yorgos. Look, there's only so many Yorgoses. Yeah. Yell Yorgos if... They perk up. It's there. Yorgos. Yorgos. <laughs> Just figured he was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> starring Colin Farrell, Raquel, Rachel Weiss, whatever, and Jessica Barden. Sure. It's also got Wreck-It Ralph in here. Nice. John C. Riley's in here, and he's very funny. Love very John good. C. Riley. IMDb Summer. You ready for this shit? I am. In a dystopian near future, single people, according to the laws of the city, are taken to the hotel, where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in 45 days, or are transferred into beasts and sent off into the woods. Yep. That's accurate. Basically, what it is, is if you're single, you're not productive in society. So you go to this hotel to try to meet other singles. You have 45 days to do so. If you, And they, they always find something weird to try to pair somebody together. Like, oh, you got a limp. I've also got a limp. We are compatible. It's like so weird. You got a limp. I got a biscuit. <laughs> Tanuki. Ugh. Tanuki. <laughs> Nailed Call, it. Call back. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> this movie has some of the most weird acting in it. Mm -hmm. and Colin Farrell is amazing. They are acting weird on purpose. Okay. It's got like this weird wooden delivery. Everybody is very robotic almost. That's cool. It's weird, right? So when you get like John C. Riley showing up and like he's got some personality, he's a little different. He stands out a little bit. That's cool. What they do is they all go hunt each other in the woods. If you if you take somebody, you add time uh -huh. to your stay. 
Huh. And there is, there's one woman who's terrifying and she's like going to live at the hotel forever. She just keeps like shooting people out in the woods and whatnot. Huh. Very strange movie. But basically it's called The Lobster because Colin Farrell is your main character. And if he does not succeed, he wants to be turned into a lobster. Okay. This movie's just so incredibly weird. <laughs> just weird. Like you cannot predict what will happen in sure. any of these sequences. I thought it was great. Like I said, just weird acting. Mm -hmm. It feels long. But it keeps having like these cool turns happen without warning. So it's like you're just things will just happen. You're like you're just kind of lulling in and something crazy. Um, <laughs> One of those. Wait, what? Right. Exactly. Okay. And you're just waiting for the next shoe to drop and you're uncomfortable. I feel the whole movie. Right. You're just like, what is this? Uh, Colin Farrell commits wholly to the role. Nice. He's super good in this. That's awesome. IMDb score 7.2. Hmm. Rotten Tomato Critics, 87% out of 257 uh, reviewers. Okay. The audience, 65%, 34,000 people. Mm -hmm. I gave it a 7. Nice. My wife gave it a 5. Okay. Not bad. So I guess we averaged to a 6. She's not as into the weird shit, but she enjoyed it. She was like, what am I watching? Yeah. You know, it's different than the, the Placenta movie, what am I watching? Yeah. Different than the Pie Wicket. It's different than a Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. That's a... Shout out to Paul Hackett. I'm going to summon Paul Hackett. He's going to murder my mother. Whoa, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Paul, don't murder my mother. No, she seems nice. She's very nice. She didn't realize it was a CG dog, though. Mm. She can't see good, I guess. Okay. Well, she was staring at yeah. Han Solo's abs the whole time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's what Jack London always envisioned. I think so. I like to believe so. Yeah. 